Welcome back, Pick Up Your Bible listeners, to this next episode in our Jesus Said What series on Pick Up Your Bible. I'm so glad you decided to join us today. We are still in the Sermon on the Mount. We're in the section of the sermon where Jesus takes six Old Testament laws and reinterprets it for his Jewish audience and also us as his disciples today. Last week, we spoke of the Old Testament law, do not commit murder, and we discussed how Jesus addressed anger as being the issue that the law against murder was addressing. This week, we will read verses and discuss about adultery and divorce as the word of the law, but again, Jesus revealing that the spirit of it is addressing our heart issue of lust and sexual immorality. We are reading from verses 27 on through 32. You have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. For it is better that you lose one of your members than that your whole body be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. For it is better that you lose one of your members than that your whole body go into hell. It was also said, whoever divorces his wife, let him give her a certificate of divorce. But I say to you, that everyone who divorces his wife, except on the ground of sexual immorality, makes her commit adultery. And whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Again, his listeners are not thinking of these laws as heart issues, but action-based law. Do not commit adultery, adultery being a sexual sin committed with the body. Again, aiming at piety and religious superiority, behavior control, and societal harmony, the religious leaders of their time had made the law all about the action and the corresponding legal consequence. But Jesus exposes the real consequence being hell to one who doesn't address the lustful intent of his or her heart. I want to point out that these laws are gender reversible. It's not just the man who looks at a woman with lustful intent, but also women who look at men with lustful intent. Another thing to point out is the severity of the intervention that Jesus describes. It's important to remember that Jesus is bringing our attention to our hearts and its intentions and its attitudes. So we can't take this tearing off of our tearing out of our eyes and cutting off of our limbs literally because even in doing so the heart is not fixed or addressed i believe just like he emphasized quickness and urgency in dealing with anger in previous verses these explicit descriptions and extreme measures that he brings up in this in these verses is to emphasize the fierceness with which we must deal with our hearts that are so easily tempted by the sexual desires of the body. As we move on to verses 31 and 32, 
Oftentimes, these verses are understood as verses about divorce, but I think these verses, when we read them in context of what Jesus is talking about, these verses are clearly about adultery in the context of remarriage. So let's read these verses, 31 and 32. It was also said, whoever divorces his wife, let him give her a certificate of divorce. But I say to you that everyone who divorces his wife, except on the ground of sexual immorality, makes her commit adultery. And whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. So here we have Jesus again quoting the Old Testament law that whoever divorces his wife, let him give her a certificate of divorce. So a certificate of divorce as his listeners would have understood, meant that you were now free to get remarried. And in most cases, this is what women would do. They would get remarried because that was the only way they could be cared for, either by a husband or by their children, because women didn't work for the most part outside the home. And they had no means of caring for themselves otherwise. So a divorced woman, a woman who was given a certificate of divorce, would most likely get remarried. And here we have Jesus saying, But I say to you that everyone who divorces his wife makes her commit adultery. So this is very interesting to think about and definitely worth a detailed study, which I hope to do again in Matthew 19, when Jesus addresses divorce and remarriage with the Pharisees and his disciples who bring up this topic. And so we will cover it on Pick Up Your Bible in more detail at that time. But for the sake of this context, we have Jesus talking about adultery and how the man who gives his wife a certificate of divorce is responsible for her committing adultery with her new husband. So that's so interesting. Why would the man be responsible for her sexual relations with her second husband? Yet we have Jesus here saying that he is. There is an accept clause saying, except on the ground of sexual immorality. And many translate this and teach this as meaning that in the case of sexual immorality, divorce is allowed and remarriage is allowed and it is blessed by God. However, when you read it here in this particular sentence, the independent clause being, but I say to you that everyone who divorces his wife makes her commit adultery except on the ground of sexual immorality. So he is blamed for her adultery unless she has committed an act of sexual immorality within their marriage, in which case then she is responsible for her sexual immorality, for her adultery. But otherwise, the husband is held accountable. And it even goes on to say whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. So it's Jesus speaking about adultery in the context of remarriage. And I realize this is a sensitive subject. I realize that many people will disagree with me on this. There's disagreement between scholars and Bible teachers on this, so I don't I don't presume to be right. 
just being honest about what makes sense to me when I read this in context of this chapter and in the multiple other locations where Jesus talks about marriage and in the letters where Paul talks about marriage. God sees the marriage covenant as till death do you part. Unless one of the two spouses dies, the marriage covenant still stands before God. And that is why in remarriage, that is considered adultery. So sensitive subject, I get it. I don't mean to offend anyone or hurt anyone. Uh, I'm open to answering questions. Know that I will be speaking of this more and give a more detailed reasoning to why my thought is uh, along these lines when we cover Matthew chapter 19. Adultery is one of those things and Not many of us have committed the act of adultery, though some of us have, but almost all of us struggle with the lustful intents of our heart and uh, not seeing marriage the way God sees marriage, not honoring marriage the way God honors marriage. And these verses might lay heavy on your heart, But praise God, because we have forgiveness, we have deliverance and salvation in Jesus Christ. And we have the Holy Spirit who gives us all we need to lead a life in pursuit of conforming to the image of Christ. Thank you so much, listeners, for joining me. This was a sensitive topic, and I hope to discuss more of it later on. If you have any questions or would like to discuss this earlier than that with me, please email me at Cynthia at Pick Up Your Bible. Uh, remember to subscribe to the podcast so that you will be notified every time we release a new episode. And follow us on Instagram, Pick Up Your Bible. God bless you listeners, and I will catch you again next week.